Welcome to the Bold of the Most podcast. My name is Trey Jacobs, and today I'm joined by my man, Willie Enriquez. Willie, what's good, bro? How you doing? Well, I'm bro. Um, everything's good. Um, appreciate the opportunity to be able to um be able to join your podcast today. Yeah, man. I appreciate you being here for sure. Yeah, uh, you're kind of blowing up on on Instagram lately, so you know I had to get you on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, as you know, social media is very important to, for your brand. So I've been lately focusing on building my Instagram brand. So yeah, been getting yeah. a lot of traction lately. Yeah, where where you at? You're in Connecticut, right? Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. What part of Connecticut? I'm in the um Waterbury Walking Line. Um, it's like mm-hmm. I'm an hour and a half, two hours from New York City. I always tell okay. everybody that's I'm an hour and a half from New York City. Everybody know where New York City's at. Ain't Connecticut, isn't Connecticut the richest state in the country? Yes, we actually um have one of the um, richest counties, um, Fairfield County and the Westchester County. It's like, so a lot of pe- wealthy people from New York live in those counties. So yeah, like, it, Connecticut is really, they say we're the richest state, but in reality it's because, no, we have some, a lot of high network individuals that yeah, live here. You that know, 1% so, is bringing y'all yeah, up, huh? Yeah, it, bring, it, brings, it brings us up a lot. <laughs> What, what do those houses look like over there? Are they just like massive acre houses? And oh man, if you go to to Fairfield County and Greenwich area, man, you see some some big mansions on the on the water, hundred million dollar homes. Just say that. Oh man, I wonder how they're paying for those, right? If you're rich and you got a hundred million dollar house, do you take out a mortgage or do you take out a loan against your assets to pay for the house? I believe they take out, they put a down payment, typical, like uh, they take a $100 million mortgage, you know, they ain't, they ain't buy, buy to pay $100 million straight cash, unless they're a billionaire. <laughs> it sounds like they are, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You go to New York a lot? Yeah, actually, um, I travel a lot. I go a lot, do a lot of networking events, and I got a lot of friends in New York City. Right, right. All right what's, I never, I've been to New York one time when I was uh, there. You gotta come, yeah. man. It's one of the, one of the best cities in the world, man. A lot of it's, too, it's a, lot, a lot, man. It's a lot. Like the city don't sleep is real, bro. I, I was oh, yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah. I was so overwhelmed when I was in there. Not man. There's so much stuff you could do. So many activities, family, and you know, you know, you single as, as a single guy go there even with your girls. A lot of activity. New York really don't sleep. Them guys do not sleep. You could party there till six eight in the morning. They don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been to a party since I was in my twenties, man. I'm old. I'm an old man. I go to bed at like nine. <laughs> oh, me too, man. I'm, I try to go to bed uh, between nine and um eleven, the latest, man. But, you I know, sleep that. is important, man. Sleep is important. But you, you are you're kind of a serial entrepreneur, business owner. Tell me about the businesses you have in flight right now. Oh man, so yeah, definitely a serial entrepreneur. I have um five businesses, you could say. Ooh. Um, okay. I got my um junk removal company it's called KMM. I named them after my daughters, so I need that company for them. Um, I had my um a user appliance. I started a user appliance um business. Um, actually, um the units I managed they lost their vendor. Um, their user appliance vendor couldn't keep up, so I had opportunity, so I started the business. So it's not like a a, a hard business to start. Is uh, I go in um. These tenants, they need um either appliance repair or they need to replace, and I just take those use appliances, fix them, and then sell it back to them for profit. 
and then I have my um the pro I, me and my sister um recently started a property management um company, and then I have my single family business, my single family fix and flip business, and also have my multi family um syndication, which is called WB Capital Holdings. Wait, but I didn't know you were doing single family too. How has that been in the last year? Well, um, I did that. I only did I only have one under my belt. Um, but it it didn't go as planned. Um, because as you know, real estate there's no real estate that goes as planned. I went in with no experience. I went in. With, I hired a consultant. I thought he, man, all the worst things that could have happened to me in this deal happened to me. Lost lost money, but it was mm-hmm. like one of the best experiences. Like I'm grateful for it because now on my next, I'm in contract for another house, and I know what not to do. I, man, I hired a bad contractor. It delayed the project. I had a bad realtor. You name it, man. It was like everything, man. Damn, everything, everything. Still, <laughs> but hey, um, it took it. me over. It took me over. Like this, it took me. I bought it in August, August 2022, right? And it took me over a year to sell just because all the problems just with the bad contract that had to hire another contract and then the realtor getting me in contract with people that couldn't close so you know mm. it was a lot mm. but i'm you, i'm happy you got i did the contract though right so you, you yeah, do I have it another again? one yes 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 my um entrepreneurs i have another opportunity off-market deal um purchasing this property for 240 and the arv is 580 Oh, so you got you got plenty of spread. You can mess up on this one and still come out pretty oh, yes, good. Yes, yes, yeah, pretty pretty awesome deals off market. Um, as you know, this guy is in trouble. Um, he's heading into foreclosure, so we're just helping him get out of trouble. You know, so that's yeah. what we're getting at this price. You you said we who's who's on that team? Um, I'm partnering up with my brother. Um, so okay. um, we're gonna tackle this one deal. He wants to learn too, so um. I'm going to definitely help him learn the space. So What's up, bro, man? Together. All your businesses revolve around your family. I love that. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, my brothers work for my um for my used appliance business. I have them work. And then um, also for the general movie, they also work for me. How does that business work? I, I, I see, I've see. i seen it before, the, the KM, KMM Solutions, it, right? It, yeah, KMM. Yeah. Um, well, the K stands for um, Kayleen, the M stands for Milani, and the my other, my newborn Marielli. So, but yeah. Um. So, same thing. Um. This the properties we manage. They lost their vendor, and then so I come like say a tenant needs a lot of these tenants just move out and they leave a lot of stuff in um in the in the units. So we come in and just remove it, and then I charge them a fee for that, and I charge them the fee the city charged me to um to dump in the in the at the waste management facility, and also like. In Connecticut, there's a lot of people, man, that they move out and they dump on all these properties. So I go and man, if you name it, bro, they dumping, they dump anywhere. People don't, people really don't care. So they don't, bro. They be dumping on my street too. I hate that, man. It be, um, it be killing me. Yeah, people just don't care. They don't, cause like, and where I live at, you get two free dumps, and people don't even use that. Like, you could call the city and put it right in front of your porch. Or in front of your your house, and people just don't want to use the services the city got. They just go dump it at other people's properties, man. And um, and be the wild. same people too. Also, because like think about it, like cops. You call a cop, 
if you call the police, like, hey, they dump it in my in my yard. Like, it's not a really like a serious offense, you know. It's not like something. Oh, let me go check it out, you know. So yeah, that'd be they'll show up like in a week to check it out. You get the yeah, same issues so. here, man. Well, we got the we have a bulk trash pickup day once a month, and the truck just goes around the whole city. I mean, there's a bunch of trucks, obviously. So like the third Thursday of the month, they come around and. That's when it gets crazy because everybody throws all their big old their couches and mattresses yeah, up man, on the side know, of the room. We we picking up we pick we picking up all that stuff. So I'm I'm always my guys they stay busy either for um either business they stay busy. Yeah, and then the property management one that's that's really interesting, especially since you you're going into the multifamily space. So how many uh how many properties or doors are you guys managing so, right now? So my sister been been managing um for um these New York investors for the past five to seven years over seven hundred units. So um I told her, hey, like, cause you know she's my partner, so we actually joined a mentorship program together to learn about this multifamily space. And I'm like, hey, let's just let's start our own. Like we're in it. Let's, let's just start our own. You know. So I forced the issue, but then we actually like put all all these units under our umbrella now. Because the owners don't have no problem as long as the property's getting managed. Um, we put it under our umbrella, so you know, basically, it's, we're managing the units now under our company. And she's been doing that. She's been killing them. She actually won an award for like the best, um, you know, providing an affordable homes um to tenants. You know, she got a big city award. She got recognized and stuff. So she hey, she manages man. she What's manages that side of the company. My sister Yanalise Yanalise Enriquez. Yeah, Yana she manages Lisa that Riquez. side. Um, is it? a 24-hour job property management not for everybody but she loves it man she's been doing it for for a while ah shout out to her man that's what's up man winning uh an award in a space that i mean i could not work property management man so big ups to her um, yeah she's she's um she's killing it man so that's why we started our own to you know start build get bigger man because we're you know we're in multifamily, so we could keep yeah. you, if you could keep your property management in the house, man, it saves you a lot of uh, money, man. Oh yeah, vertically integration. Vertical I mean, yeah. integration is definitely the way to go, and that's definitely something yeah. that's on my roadmap as well. I'm not there yet, but as I continue we'll to grow, there. right, like it's we'll on the there. back burner, like learning how to do all that stuff. Uh, but what got you into real estate, right? Like you got the single family, it, but specifically, what got you into multifamily real estate? So, um, before, um. A little, a little bit before um I got into multifamily, I was taking care of people with disabilities um for like seven years, third shift managing two houses, and um I just always always wanted to get in multifamily. I always been a hard worker. Um when when I was little, my dad used to be a barber. I used to go walk like you know a couple minutes to his barber shop, sweep the chairs. So I'm always like always wanted to work. And then um mm-hmm. when I was younger, I used to watch um like. The richest people crib it was on like MTV. Like they used to show like these these billionaires houses. So I'm like, yo, I need to own real estate. Like I gotta figure out how to own real estate. So I, it was a desire inside me to just figure out how to get in real estate. So fast forward, um, my sister she she seen this ad for a multifamily mentorship program, and then um she's like, yo, she I was the last person on her list to she invited. She invited her boyfriend. He didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> she invited her best friend, who's also a realtor and a property manager. She didn't want to go, so she asked me. I'm like, "Why not? I want. Why not?" So then we went to a three day workshop, and I'm like, and "That's when they talk about multifamily." And 
you know, all the benefits. I'm like, yo, we got to join. So we right. joined. We joined um, June 2022. And then it's been, it been the journey since then, man. And um, the reason I joined Multifamily, you know, I got three daughters. They're like my biggest why. And um, I want to be just time and legacy, man. So like one of my biggest yeah. goals. How's the journey been so far? Oh, man. Um, it's been a, it's a journey. Everything you do in life is a journey, ups and downs. So, like, my, when I first joined, um, I was trying to do all the roles by myself. And it's impossible to do multifamily by yourself. So, after, like, six months, I started looking for teammates. And then um, that's when I started um, actually moving up faster in the space once I started finding teammates and networking with the right individuals. Are you still working with those same teammates? Yes, I'm still working um, with my partner. Um, one his name is Eddie. He's in Chicago, and my other partner Frank, who's in Hawaii. And been we've been rocking since then, man. And we've been that's, good. that's good, man. I mean, honestly, what I see is when people are first starting out in the business and they're trying to build teams, what happens is they start working together. Something happens, and then they go their separate ways. So it's actually really impressive that the three of you have been able to stay, you know together for what almost a year now it sounds like yeah almost a year yeah so um we've been rocking since man we've been you know submitting lois you know it's just we have the same mindset as a a journey it's not like a get rich um overnight thing and um Mm -hmm. sooner or later we're gonna move on up and in this space it's just being consistent discipline and trusting the process what markets are you guys looking at uh, primarily we're um, focused uh, on Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay. That's my backyard. I'm looking at Dallas, too. Why do you like Dallas? Oh, man. Um, a lot of great opportunities. Um, we have team members that we work with. We partner up. They're closing deals left and right in this market. But mm-hmm. if you talk to anybody, why Dallas, man? Why not Dallas? You know, location, um, Texas, business-friendly. Fortune 500 companies are everywhere, you know, population growth, almost 300 people every day, every day for the past 10 years. And it's projected for the next 10 years. Um, Mm -hmm. Entertainment, Arlington, man, Dallas Cowboys, Mavericks, like it's a lot going, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. Like right now, I think um, that um, Mark Cuban sold, sold the the, um, Mavericks to some, Casino guys, and they about to go build a, yeah, they yeah. about to go build a, a casino resort in um somewhere in Dallas. So it, Dallas is going to continue growing and growing and growing, and um I see it as being a, a, a mega city in the future. I agree. I am focusing well, obviously because I'm here, right? It just makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense, and I see what's happening, right? Like the American Airlines uh, was sold to no no the mavericks were sold to a casino group and i think i don't know if it's the same group but another group or another group but they have like a bunch of land out in irving that they're also planning a casino and if all that gets legalized it's a wrap dallas is gonna become the hottest the hottest place they i mean just the fairground last time we voted uh we had this thing that we, we we all voted on and it was like five hundred million dollars to redo the fairground in a convention center and it passed. Right. So they're about to be dropping some big, big, big money. The good thing about the fairground is I actually live in the neighborhood where their fair is at. So that's gonna impact 
this house that I'm currently in, and eventually oh, yeah, it's gonna make every, a hell of yeah, every, everything, a rental. Yeah, all properties gonna skyrocket. Dallas is just. I would say you ever, would, would you ever move out here? Oh, I want to. It's one of my goals. But I have um, I have two um, my kids. I have two. It's two separate moms. So you know, mm-hmm. as a dad, I don't. Want, it's my eight year old. I don't. Yeah. I don't, it's that's a tough decision. A tough and a hard sacrifice that yeah. I don't know if I'm willing to make, man. But I like Every- I'm I'm in real estate because of my kids. So I'm trying to get my time. You know, like. As kids, like we could provide all the kids all the material things we want, but all they're gonna remember is the time we're there. So, my, I'm trying to have the most time I can have with my kids. So if I move to Dallas, man, you know how much important memories I'm gonna miss for my eight year old. <laughs> I respect and that. I oh, you got that, so. you got an eight year old too? Yeah, I have an eight. I got a two year old and a six month. Wow, I got an eight year old. And my son Everett, he's turning one in six days. Six days. He's big. Oh, he's a ca- yeah. He's a, he's a Capricorn. Bro- I don't know, man. All I know is he's <laughs> big, bro. He's about as big as you already. <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's, he's, he's a big ass baby. That's <laughs> dope, man. Congrats on the one year. My daughter, um, yeah, she's turning two in February. My six month will turn on one in June. Oh yeah, well, no. Congrats to you, man. You got three three daughters, healthy, happy, and you're providing. So keep it up, man. Girl dad, I love, girl dad. I love to see it. Yeah, I can see you. I I see those videos of the girl dads, and they got the tutus on, and you know, doing the oh, little, yeah, I'm a, you know, whatever. You're gonna see me. You're gonna see me soon. Make a there's a there's this viral video with um with Sean Paul with the with the with the girl dad. Well, I'm gonna make it soon. As soon as my daughters get a little bit older, they able to, they able to sing the song. <laughs> it's a fire! It's fire! It's viral. Yeah, that'll be fire, bro. You got to do it. Um, okay. So you said that you have uh, another team that you're working with here in Dallas. What does yes. that relationship look like? And yeah, how are they helping you get to the next level? Oh man, so multifamily is a, is a relationship business, man. Um, I met one of my partners in, um, at Peak Partnership um, last year in February, and you know we stayed in contact. And I seen that he was killing in Dallas. They're closing like assets left and right, and um, I don't know where he hits me up like, "Hey Willie, like I see you, you know, you you're doing your thing, you're posting, you're grinding, like yo, like you want to partner up on some deals." And then um, he gave me opportunity. That's what it was. He gave me opportunity to be able to join his um team. They call the Cashflow Empire Group. In Dallas, and was that was that Jonathan and Sergio? Yeah, Jonathan and Sergio. Um, you know, you want to follow them, Cashflow Cowboy, and um, Jonathan and Rookie on Instagram. But yeah, these guys are operators based in Dallas, and they got over um over a thousand units. At, well, as a group, they probably went over two thousand. So they've been killing it, man. And um, we just got a strong relationship and we just agree like any deal we find, we're just going to help each other tackle. So, you know, as they grow, my team grow and as it just, it's a relationship. We got a, like a small community, small family community is like, so I love it. I'm grateful for, for them to be able to allow me to be part of the group with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's powerful, bro. Having a team of like-minded people working towards the same goal. Um, so there, how are you pouring back into the group, right? Like, what are you, 
it, you know, it's not like a give and take, but if you're yeah, taking, so, what um, are you giving? So my role for, for, for them, I raise capital for their deals. So that's how I'm able to provide value. And we also, you know, in part with Eddie, we also um, would be deal sourcing in Dallas. So we've been, we've been submitting LOIs, um, you know, trying to get a deal because the goal is to find a deal and tackle it together. So that's how we yeah. provide value to that group. Hell yeah. What does your buy box look like here in Dallas? Um, we target, you know, class C, B, um, 50 to 120 units, um, 1970s vintage. But we could go a little down because um, the team has um, over 50 years of construction experience. So yeah. certain things, certain things that people, a lot of operators are scared of, we're not scared of. We'll tackle anything. So that's why, like, our, our, I believe our last asset is, like, 1963 or 1967. And um, we yeah. we saved a lot of a lot of um, money on CapEx <laughs> just based on the experience we have on the construction they, side. Do they got their own crews and everything that they're yeah, standing they're, by? Yeah, vertical. Yeah, vertical integrated on PM and on. Um, and own construction team so yeah i mean that's how that's your advantage right like if you don't have that it's very hard to get these uh deals uh, especially here in uh, dallas because yeah. everybody wants to invest in dallas right now it's it's yeah, these guys um these guys got man if 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 you had opportunities to join a, a a great team this will be it because a lot of people in our space they either come doctors or come from finance but they don't have the construction experience, you know, to be able to like to see things that they 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 have experience. They have over 50 years of experience in construction. So there's things that these guys can't see that they see that we could save costs on. You know what I mean? And then, you know, for example, on our last asset, we um we we underwrote for 10,000 a unit. But right mm -hmm. now we're at we're only at 4,000 a unit. That we're, So we save 6,000. That's 6,000. We could use it for other things to improve the property, to increase the NOI. So it's stuff like that. Based on the experience in the team, that we able to do that. Not a lot of teams are are able to do that because they can't. You know, they don't have the experience construction. That's a, that's, a, that's a big difference. Ten thousand and yeah. you're getting it done for four thousand. Shoot, yeah, that's we a hell increased, of a deal. Um, even we right now on this on this particular asset, we increased the value over a million in five months, less than five months, and we're in Ooh. year two. We're in year two NOI performance. We're in year two. Just like I said, the the experience of the team, man, is that's why I'm so happy and and soup that I'm part of. I'm with these guys. We're 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 providing our investors, you know, great returns, and we're actually providing a, a quality of life to the the assets we um go in. You know, we're improving their quality of life. Man, I want to go check this out. I want to see the asset because that sounds dope, man. Um, and that's one part of the business that I, I struggle with, right? Like estimating CapEx. I can walk a property and, you know, I can see all the things that need to be upgraded or fixed. But when it comes to putting a dollar amount to those things, I struggle with it because that's just not my background. Uh, I'm getting better, getting better. But, you know, that's where I bring in somebody. Hey, Lamar, who... um, yeah, I ain't an expert at CapEx, but you could leverage your teammates. That's why, you, you know, you have a team, you're like, these guys, do that for a living man they're in construction and they, they could right. just come in boom 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 and look at it and you know they you also bring um an experienced pm company you know, the pm company that we work with and um and dallas is one of the top ones so they come in and help you too but also the experience mm -hmm. of the team saves you on that capex you know there's certain things that you don't we don't need to waste money on 
the the mental fortitude that it takes to get into apartment investing, right? Like it's it's on another level. So I'm curious, how has your mindset mindset shifted since starting your real estate journey? And um, it's it switched a lot because um, when I first got in it, it's like where um how to invest, you know what I mean, like. How do I invest in these properties, you know? But then when I started realizing more that it, it gets easier, the more you know about it and you feel more confident in what you're investing in, because you're mm-hmm. you're not really investing in, in the property, you're investing in the team. So now I know I'm investing with these guys that my money is secure. So that's, um, that's the only thing, I, um, like how my mindset switched. Yeah. Yeah. The The, the confidence, right? I mean... I mean, I still have imposter syndrome sometimes. It's like, what am I doing in this space? There's not a lot of people that even look like me or you that are doing big things in, in this space, right? Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Um, that's definitely true. Like when you walk in rooms, it's not, it's not a lot of people of color um, really, really in this space. I actually met a, um, a, at Grand Cardone, I met a Dominican, like my race, that actually has 300 doors personally, so. I was like, oh, I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked with that. I was like, where, I was shocked. Where's he? Where's but he at? Where, where was he located? In Boston. He's in Boston doing it. Damn man, three hundred doors in Boston. Those doors gotta be yeah. crazy expensive too. Oh man, hey, yeah, he has ten. He has ten properties next to Cambridge, and his one bedroom. He said he's getting like thirty eight hundred, like thirty eight hundred. His two bedrooms like forty eight next to Cambridge. So I'm nah, like, bro, that's too much. That's too much. Yeah. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so money. you are yeah. right about that. That us minorities, like, um, not are are not big in this space, but we, that's why we're here. We're trying to change that, you know. So if you, the community we have, the cash flow guys, we have Venezuelan, Colombian, Puerto Rican, Guatemalan, Mexican. It's all races trying to grow in this multifamily space. Yeah, who do you look up to in this space? I guess who do you look up to that looks like us in this space? Ooh, tough question. Who do I look up to in this space? Jeez, who's in the space? That honestly, I I haven't. That's a question I can't answer because I don't see a lot of us in this space doing the big. Well, I know, I can say I know. Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez is um big in this space, man. That don't count. He don't count. He, he He's just the face of whatever, you know, the real people behind him probably don't look like us. But, you know, I like uh, Brandon Rule. He does a lot of development work. Uh, he's he's killing it. He was just on uh, Earn Your Leisure pretty recently. So you should mm. you should check him out, bro. Like, yeah, I got to Yeah, I got to check him out. Man. I got to check him out. It's like B Rule. But I mean, yeah, dude, there's not a lot of people in the space that are doing really cool things and then talking about it. That's another big issue I think that we have. So, you know, I've always told myself once I am in a position where I'm like, oh, man, you oh, know, yes. maybe maybe I've made it. Well, I'm going to make a very concerted effort to one, talk about it. Right. And two, reach down and pick myself up from where I was, you know, two years ago or however long it takes to get me to get there. So. And I challenge you to do the same thing, right? Like always think of the people, think of you today or think of you yesterday and what you could have used, um, you know, to get to where you're going to be at. So. No, that's the goal. Um, the goal is, that's one of my goals too. I want to be able to um, 
educate my community about this space because not a lot of like you said it's not a lot of people talking about it it's not a lot of yeah. education about it so that's one of my goals too to um be able to do that there's not a lot of free education i'll put in one spot but there's a hell of a lot of education you can pay for <laughs> oh, that's for sure um man covid covid a lot of gurus came out of covid man real talk a lot a lot it's not it's not just a lot i'm talking about a lot of gurus came out um, what do you think what do you, what are your thoughts around that like everybody sells a course these days um to me there's no right or wrong answer because like yeah like, you know they got, they got you got you got to charge for what you learn but also it's like say free education right are you going to take free education seriously but if you pay for something right if you pay for it you're going to take it more seriously than you got it for free so that's it so i see as there's no right or wrong answer because i know if i pay for something i'm working if i got oh, it for yeah. free it's like you're, you're you don't got the, your foot on the pedal you know it's like i got it for free like you don't you won't there's no value toward it but we, you know us humans we put value toward the dollar so we pay for something we value it so that's that's, that's a, why there's that's no right, right or wrong answer. That's a good point. I love me some free stuff though, but I'll pay for <laughs> you know something that I get a lot of value from. Um, all right, listen, I see you at a ton of events, right? Like, if there's a real estate event conference somewhere, you're usually there. So I'm curious. I try my best. I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man, get around. He was just down in Miami, living the life, yeah. bro. But. What has been the most impactful thing that you've pulled out of these conferences? It's a lot of a lot of stuff, man. Um, re- nurturing relationships that you already have. That's what, like, one of the most one. Of the, I'm gonna talk about two. That's one of them because, like, these guys I met in Dallas, and even like you know their mentors, I'm able to because they give they give out their their resources like, for free. So you know, it's like. There's a thing I say is like it's it's who you know, but it's also who knows you, you know. And you never know, um, you know, you want people to know who you are. Like, I'm in Connecticut, so if people are talking real estate, hey, I know Willie. He's in Connecticut. Let's, you know, what I mean, like I'll refer you to him, you know. So that's very important to me. Like, it's who knows you. And yeah. number two, um, wait, hold on. You know, Before I, we go to number two, nurture relationships, right? So we have relationships with our potential investors and we have relationships with other active investors. Let's separate those two. So how are you nurturing your relationships with investors? Um, yeah. Um, man, I, when I meet uh, a potential investor at an event, um, I usually, um, I follow up with them the following week. And, you know, um, usually when I meet them, you know, I, I listen. You know, it's important to listen. A lot of people like talking, but mm-hmm, just listen mm-hmm. to them and try to figure out their pain point, why they're here, first of all, why you came to the network. Like, what is your goal? Like, are you, do you want to be a passive investor? Do you want to be an active investor? You know what I mean? Like, where are you from? Stuff like that. I ask them all these questions to figure out, like, wh- what is their goal in, um, in real estate? Because so, the investments we offer is not for everybody. You know, it's only for certain people. So right. um, I, I follow up. Remember the com- the conversation we had, um, and then just take it from there. And um, usually they say it takes like six to ten like contacts, you know, like for somebody Touches. to invest with you. Right. So um, you know, I, try, I follow. I keep following up. I usually happy holidays. Like I'm gonna follow up with everybody. You know, it's Christmas. Follow up with them. Like, hey, happy. Eat, 
are we doing emails? Are you doing text messages? Are you calling? You FaceTiming oh, them? Man, I, I, sir, like when I go to these events, um, it's not about how many um people I meet. It's about how, the quality contacts, you know, quality relationships I made. So you know, usually I text them. Some will call me, and then um, and I email too. But I I like the personal text message. Everybody nowadays, everybody on their phone. Everybody yeah. on their phone. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to learn that. I'm actually in the process of setting up an email CRM, you know, campaigns and all that, uh, educational campaigns, of course. But um, in my business, right, like I, I don't have a lot of these systems in place and, and, and touch points and whatnot. Um, but so that's the passive investors. So with the active investors, right, your team, your uh, the cash flow empire here in Dallas or any other people that you've met along the way, how are you nurturing those relationships? Constantly following up, see how they doing, see where I can support them um in their um in their journey, um referring them to um that if you were in Dallas, I refer you to like, you know, boots in the ground. Everybody need boots in the ground. Um yeah, it's really, you know, I have I have a team in New York that like I got a great relationship with where they will offer me like any deal they find, they'll offer me GP uh, like, you know, raise capital. Cause I'm constantly, you know, checking how they how they doing like where i can i help them in any in any way you know like and these guys um it's really it with those guys just following up with them it's not it's right. not a one-way street you know i try to provide value to those guys any way i can so i tell them so i tell mean? everybody i meet like hey yo come invest in dallas man we got you, <laughs> you know what i mean like our team <laughs> oh, we willing to help we willing to help you tackle any deal in dallas just because we you know our team has strong relationships with everybody in dallas yeah. So any so for the people that are listening and want to build a stronger, better relationship with you personally, what value can they bring to you right now? Oh man, um, come be yourself, man. Let me meet. Let me get another person who you are. I want to see like what makes you tick. You know what I mean? What you don't like? What do you like? You know, it's a relationship business. I just don't want to do business with anybody because um, it's a lot of it's a lot of people that are not partners anymore, you know, in this business because they never got to meet who each other is. You know, they just want to met at an event. Let's partner up. I don't even know if you work hard or not, you know, like, man, tackling a deal ain't easy, man. There's a lot of deadlines. Like if you are, I don't know if you're a procrastinator or not, you know, so, so like with Sergio and them, like it took me a year just to be able to even go partner with those guys, you know? So it's not like a, oh, we meet out here, let's partner up, you know? Yeah. So just just show up. Just show up and and, and be your true authentic self. Um yes. okay, so that was number one. What was number two? Um number two, um number two is um networking, man. Networking, networking, networking. Your net worth is your net worth. I met a lot every time I go to these events, man, you meet different people from all aspects of life and you always learn something new. I learn a right. lot from these different guys. And you never know who's gonna be your future partner. Like I had this guy, right? They they're buying assets with with um with, with telephone towers, like and they and they they buying assets with like they 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 act, they got a database with all the telephone towers in like the whole United States, right? And they're buying these assets with real estate. So like they're winning, they're renting out the t- this to the, they're winning like both ways. So I'm like. You guys got like a different business plan 
and they don't have nobody in Connecticut, right? I'm like, yo, you find anything in Connecticut, let me know. I'll go walk the property. Let's let's make it work. It's just you meet different people that you never know who you're gonna partner up with in this space, you know? Yeah. What do you, you got any tips for for those who may not be comfortable networking or maybe who, those who struggle with it? Oh man, so before I, I used I don't want to consider myself an introvert, but I was at one point in my life. I'm I was the back the guy in the back, quiet. I, I think um with you like I think when we was in Dallas, I I think we probably had like two words. I went to a two day workshop and we only talked twice. It was just after I'm a laid back, humble guy. But my biggest tip, man, is everybody in the room is 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 they came for the same reason. You know what I mean? They came to network, man. Just just talk, be yourself. Everybody's yeah. nervous. Everybody's feel got the same feelings as you, and just be let yourself, me, me, man. So one of the things that I struggle with personally with networking events is usually there's like three or four people, and they're like bunched up, and they're having a conversation. How do you break into those types of conversations and get your way? How do you get in there? Oh man. Just be like, excuse me, hey, can I join the conversation? They're not gonna say no. That's a good point. That's a really They're good point. And no. if they did, that'd be that'd be messed so, up. So so you <laughs> lead like look at the um look at everybody's body language, you know, like see how yeah. they're standing next to each other. And then just if you if there's space, hey, hey guys, how you guys doing? Um, may I join the conversation? They can be like, Hey, how you doing? Where you from? It it works perfectly fine. <laughs> just don't be nervous, man. It's just, I was yeah. the same way as you. And on the reason I learned that is I learned that from somebody else that's a master network. So I started doing it and it, was, it works like a hundred percent. Nobody's going to say no. Man, yeah, I'm like, I'm like big, you know, so I got to have a big old space for me to come in there and be like, yo, <clears throat> throwing some bows, like let me in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got you to gotta find, find, find a space that's big enough that you can go in there so, that could, <laughs> so it won't be too much of comfortable. Yeah, that's funny. That's a good tip, man. Any other any other tips like that for networking? Um, when you first go in a room, talk to the talk to the people hosting it. You know, that's another way to get get your jitters out, man. Just go straight to the people hosting the network event, or or even on, on one of my mentors um for my the mentor program, he's like, yo, go to the gym before and start talking to people. It gets you it gets you you know it gets you like your jitters and your nervousness of um networking. Oh, talk bro. to the first person you see. Talk People, to the first. I, that, that's, that's crazy. Because literally, if I'm in the gym, I'm not talking to nobody. I got my <laughs> AirPods in. I'm just doing my thing and getting out of there. That's wild. I don't know. Gosh, I guess I got to try it, though. I got to try it. Hey, you got to um, just, just talk to the first person you see, man, and then just keep going. It's all, it, like, you know, networking, it... it, it, it when I came back from Grand Canal, I was mentally drained because there's a lot of people you talk to, you know what I mean? But it's all, it's about the, um, the, the quality contacts you made, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not about the no, quantity. That's... It's about the quality, man. You got to build. You got to be able to connect with these guys, with the people you talk to, so. Yeah. Do you, so when you meet somebody, do you put them into, like, your own personal CRM? Or, like, how do you remember to follow up? Um, on my phone, I'll, I'll put everybody, um, like Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone. And if I get their email, I put them in my CRM. And then they, they instantly get a, a welcome email from, from my CRM. Hey, nice, you know what I mean? Grant Cardone. No, I, I do all that. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm literally setting all that up right now. So you 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 just a little bit ahead of me. 
Um, and it took a while. It took a while. Got to read um, read um, raising um raising capital for Hunter Thompson. If you read that I, book, yeah, I, that book will tell you a lot of the stuff that you need to set up, <laughs> man. I got. Yeah, I'm gonna read that one. I think there's another one that I wanted to read as well. But I'm gonna be at Race Fest this year, so yeah, you gonna be there. Yeah, I'll definitely be there too, man. Um, oh, yeah. I, I guess I think we could play golf out there or something like that. Somebody was telling me that they got a Are, golf course. Do you play golf? Have yes, you ever I do. played? You a golfer? Yeah, I, I never done. I'm a professional. Done, I, I don't know. I I've done putt putt. I'm all I'm like, right, man. I'm all right. I ain't know. Somebody might get hit by the ball. <laughs> I'd be shocked if I even hit the ball. That's crazy. That hotel is nice, though. We're we're probably gonna get an Airbnb near the hotel because it's a little pricey. Um, Uh, um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, keep me keep me in loop on that because um, I don't know what like I still ain't don't know where I'm staying at. I booked my ticket though. I I still ain't bought my ticket yet. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about goals real quick. So I don't want to hear about your five and 10 year goals, right? Because those are probably going to change. But what is the next 12 months, right? Like, what are you looking to accomplish? And have you written it down? Man, I write my goals every morning. Every morning. Every morning, I write. Let's hear him. So, um, man, I wish I had, because I got a notepad, remarkable. I wish I had it, because I could have just read it right here. Um, (laughs) My next 12 months, um, I'm trying to have, um, trying to close on 500 doors 500 doors yeah that's like that's my and it's gonna most likely it's gonna be done because we're already in contract 133 and we got another 336 in route so um i might crush that so i might have to rewrite 36 yeah 336 um that's a that's a big one it's a big one man i said relationships you know team is who you know and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to be part of that deal too. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I might be, I'm going to probably crush that. Probably going to have to rewrite that goal, you know? Um, but that's like my 12, I've, I've been <laughs> writing that for a while. You got any personal goals? How about relationships? Um, personal, I want to be, I want to manage my time better. That's like, I've been trying to figure out like time management because I got a lot, I be having a lot of stuff going on. So, trying to get that's like yeah i'm trying that's like my personal goal be able to find what because you know you read so many books i've been trying a lot of time management stuff just figuring out what's best for me and my lifestyle that's my personal that's what i've been working on trying to work on for next year trying to figure out what what works best for willie because everybody's different you know so so that's that's the 12 months all right so let's get past the five to ten year goal let's look at the end goal right I want to hear the goal that's so big that it scares you. Man, becoming a billionaire. Becoming a, a billionaire. Bi- a billionaire? And, uh, okay. Yeah, become, becoming a billionaire and be and in the home. Having all the time I could have with my family. But that's what? That scares me. That's, that's all, I, got, I got a long way to go. Uh, that's a big working. goal. That's a big it's goal. Working. Working. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not easy. It's, it's going to be a journey for sure, but I'll, we working. We I working. respect that, bro. Hey, my last question for you. Being that you are, you're Puerto Rican and Dominican, right? Yes. And you live in CT. How many pairs of Timberlands and Nike boots have you owned throughout your life? 
Cool. Timberland. I never had Nike boots. Um, you never had Nike boots. What? Never had Nike boots. Never what? Had. Never. Nah, you wasn't. You wasn't nah, wavy. Timberlands. Nah, man. Nah, Timberlands, man. I could. I could say Jesus. Maybe five pairs. Maybe. I don't have Tim's right now. You got no. You ain't got no Tim's. You done grown out I, of them. Man, I wear. I wear Brooks. That's what I wear. I wear. I got like four <laughs> pair of Brooks running shoes, man. That's all I wear. Unless I'm in shoot. like. You know, networking or something. I'm in my Brooks. I'm in my um, laid back gear. Going to my office, laid back. I don't really be in like, <laughs> like I haven't had ten probably for a long time. Uh, that's mad funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, or maybe you ask that question. Cause you thought East Coast, East Coast. Yeah, all that's the Timberlands, man. The Tims in New York. That's the thing. You got that? What's that Spider Man that be in the subway doing backflips in his Tims, right? Oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you see, see, you think that Connecticut's like New York? We don't. Even, I don't we, but we got a, we got a train. We don't got no metro. We don't got no subways <laughs> out here, man. There's no subways in this. It's like, no, we got cities, but we ain't got no subway. Like, yeah, New York, Connecticut's not like New York, man. It's, to, it's totally different. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah, different vibe out there. Yeah, it's different vibe. It's just it's New York is fast, but we're just, we're right there. But it's two different. To, there's more people in New York, you know. You got a lot yeah. of different. It's the melting pot. You got a lot of different personalities, so you see a lot of different stuff over yeah. here. Um, it's a lot of minorities. My town is more a lot of minorities more than than that. I respect that. Well, wrapping this up, bro. Like, is there anything that you want to add? Uh, the floor is yours. Um, holy shit! I don't have nothing to add, man. I just want. I'm grateful for. A lot for you allowing me to be to have that opportunity to be to talk about myself and my journey and your platform. Nah, bro. I think I appreciate you coming on, bro. Again, I wish you nothing but success. When you become a billionaire, make sure you reach back and at least make me a millionaire, because Lord knows I, know, I need better, it. Right oh now. man, we're, you're you're in the market. <laughs> I'm focused. You're, you're in Dallas, man. I don't see why not. In the future, we'll be part of deals, man. You're there. You got you know. It's a relationship business, man, and I'm hoping make something happen. Make something yeah. happen in Dallas or or in Texas, somewhere, you know. Where Where can the people find you? Man, uh, my Instagram is called Invest with Willie. Facebook, Willie Enriquez. Um, my website for my company is WB Capital Holdings. Um, make sure you follow the group I'm part of, the Cashflow Empire, and um, just click. We usually have Tuesday calls, man. Just click there. We usually post them up, and man, hopefully we are, I see you on one of those calls. Right, bro. Again, thank you very much for coming on. Um, I'm Trey Jacobs. This is Willie Henriquez. Enriquez. Enriquez. My man. We out. My man. Peace. Said it correctly. <laughs> Peace. Mm. <laughs>